Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, again by myself uh, in the Southern Bank Corps studio here in Hattiesburg. Uh, maybe the guys will get back here in the next couple of weeks. Who knows? Dickie's Barbecue Pit sponsors the opening segment of the show, and uh, we're proud that they do. Great friends of ours and great supporters of Southern Miss Athletics and a great place to take your family for dinner tonight again in the southern bank course studio here in hattiesburg and on the phone with me traveling on yet another road trip as head basketball coach jay ladner and coach you uh you told me you're uh just south of jackson and on your way to uh, arkansas state the uh, game three of a long four-game road trip it is it's been um it's it's of course it's been brutal but there's you know, we always try to look for the silver lining, Bob, and, and you know, if we can just get through this weekend right here, and, and what I mean by that is if we can be successful, you know, then we'll have six games at home. So it's been hard. It's been harder on our guys uh, academically. Uh, uh, of course, the wear and tear have been hard on our coaching staff. But, you know, we left last, to put it in context, we left last Tuesday at about 5.30 a.m., um, did not return to Hattiesburg till mid-afternoon Sunday and uh, back out on the road again uh, this morning uh, headed to Jonesboro. But uh, it's part of it. And, um, again, we, if, we can, if we can figure it out, you know, we'll, we'll be home for three straight weeks. So there, there is a plus side to it, I guess. Well, it, it is what it is. But uh, as we were talking uh, – you and these guys have been – you will have been to South Carolina, West Virginia, Arkansas, and Texas in two weeks playing <laughs> basketball. Yeah, I don't care how young you are and how in shape you are, which obviously yeah. the, the the guys are. It's just got to be demanding, Coach. It's got to yeah. take a little juice away from you. It. I felt like at, at Marshall, I felt like that our and, – and, and if you're back up two weeks, we had, play, had two just very emotional – uh, uh, tough, hard-fought games came from nine down to beat Arkansas State. Of course, same team we're about to play in the second half, and then down 18 to Troy and came back and won that game. And, of course, got right out on the road. And then, you know, of course, the way that, that you know, our, our financial situation forces us to travel makes it a little bit tough, too, as compared to some teams in the league uh, that may, may have the ability to charter uh, and get there a little a lot quicker, you know. But it is what it is. That's not a surprise. Not making any excuses. We just gotta 
we got to figure out a way to get it done. Southern Miss is, has a tradition of doing that and, uh, and, and, and overcoming obstacles and challenges, and that's kind of where we are. But it, I, I did think at, at Marshall that our emotional, um, our physical uh, gas tank was, was running on low. I was proud of our guys. I really was. I, they really, I thought, based on the situation that we had, it fought real hard. But we were just kind of, we just didn't have that extra oomph we needed to get us over the hump. But hope, right. hopefully we've gotten recharged a little bit and we can, we can get going, but I, I certainly look forward to that that homestand that after this week. Uh, Arkansas State up next, and, and like you just mentioned, a team that you just beat a couple of weeks ago. Is that an advantage, or does that make it more difficult to uh, face the same? You know, team? It, it would probably be an advantage. But here's the way I always looked at it: it's it's probably an advantage had we played the first one there and won. But the fact that we played there, they came to our place, and of course they know it's a tough place to play. And Reed Green, and, and if you remember that game, Bob, we, we survived. We were up three, and they missed a three-point shot at the buzzer that would have tied the game, of course. So it was a hard, hard-fought game. They had us nine, down nine with about ten minutes left, and we fought back. But they've got a good basketball team, and a couple of their players uh, uh, whispered to me in the, in the handshake line at the end of the game, you know, uh, we'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. So, you know, I hadn't forgotten that either. Uh, so they, you know, but, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's an advantage, of course. Like I said, if we would have come back home, I think it's probably somewhat of a psychological disadvantage. I think they have the psychological advantage. I'll just put it that way, uh, on us coming to their place and have such, such a close game. Cause of course, in their mind, they're going to be going, Hey, we had a chance to beat them. Um, and, and now they got to come here. So, and winning on the road is just such a tough deal. And, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We, we're, we're, we always look forward to the challenge. You know, back in the summer, my grandson and I ran into you at a restaurant, and you introduced us that night uh, to Victor Owaku. And, uh, man, Coach, what, what, a, what a player he's been for you this year. Talk about this kid for just a minute. Well, he is, uh, it's unbelievable how much that he has grown. Um, and I, I love to use that, and, of course, we'll use it in the future in terms of in, in recruiting uh, terms and facts, uh, I'll give you one, um, and it's changed a little bit. I, I wish I had Jack McDonald or SID right here, and I could verify this fact, uh, and, and would have had I known we would have brought it up. But he, he in his four-year career, he had two years at Oklahoma. He had two years at UNLV, and he was a combined one for nine all over those four years. As of several weeks ago, he was – he was five out of nine from the three-point shot, and uh, and so his development is has been really unbelievable. He's real. I think the top shot blocker. He's elite defensively, but his offensive game. And I have to give our 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 staff, our assistant coaches, and our support staff credit for that. We put a lot in, Bob. You talked about it on y'all's show. We put a lot into player development. We 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 try to do everything that we can to get these guys ready to play at the next level past Southern Miss. We, they're going to get their degree, uh, but they're going to, and they're going to be a good person or they're not going to be part of our program or, and we want them to be the very best basketball player that they can be developing to the best of our ability while they're under our care. But he has really, really come along and he's really a reason that we've been able to, um, despite, despite our injury situation, he's been a real reason we've been able to continue to be successful. No question. Another player, and I don't mean to single out individual players, but we met this kid last year, and 
And I would describe over the last several weeks watching Donovan Ivory play basketball, the, the term that comes to my mind is smooth. He just looks really smooth on the court, like he's in total command of his body and in total command of, of what he's trying to do, Coach. Donovan Ivory is a, is a, is a success story, much like Victor Waco, but – you know, when he came to Southern Miss, he had never – he had been to several Division One programs. All of them had di- different circumstances. And, and Bob and, – and if you knew him, you, you can't – it's hard to fathom what I'm about to tell you, but he had never completed a season. He had been at Boise State. He had been at Wisconsin Green Bay. He had never completed a season. Very, very just uh, really nice young man. I'm talking about outside of basketball. But it didn't take me long to figure out when we were watching him, watching him on film when Coach Nick Williams brought him to my plate uh, that this was a young man that has the potential to be all-conference all, all and, and certainly has an opportunity to be a, a great pro one day. I really think that. I mean, he's six seven. You mentioned very smooth, very gifted uh, offensive player, very skilled, shoots the three, uh, handles and passes the ball well, incredibly athletic. And uh, one of the things that he and I talked about last year, he just needed to be more consistent, and he's done that this year. He's He's been more consistent, and I, I think he's got a chance to be on one of these all-conference teams, which, again, I think is an incredible success story. But he's that's another uh, young man like Victor Waco that's really in has, has stepped up uh, when we needed him here over the last couple of weeks dealing with injuries. He's really stepped his game up, and uh, and I think down the stretch he'll be a big key for us as we move forward. Yeah, no question. I get the impression this is a young man that found a home. It took him a little while, but he but he yeah. strikes me as being a kid who's found a home and very comfortable in his surroundings. He has gotten to the right place, and he's around people that care about him and, and, uh, and, and, our, and our staff and the school, and he, he'd be the first one to tell you. Um, uh, how how much he enjoys and loves Hattiesburg and the people and and, and I'll I'll get off on that for a second, Bob. That the strength of Southern Miss is 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 we don't have the best facility. In fact, we it needs a lot of work um, as we go to these other uh, uh, schools in our league. We're we're way behind. That is being addressed, which is exciting. Um, but he here's a young man that that will like I said, he'd be the first to tell you. The strength of Southern Miss is the people, the people in Hattiesburg, the people uh, at the university, and uh, and that that if we can ever get a player on campus to begin to feel that, it's a it's a huge plus for us, and we we can go a long way in terms of uh, uh, landing them when we bring a recruit in town. So uh, that's a that's a big sell for us, and I'm very thankful and grateful for that. No question. All right, Coach, if you can hang on, when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about where we are in the season. I mean, we're only two games out of first place with quite a number of games left to go and and a lot of home action about to come up. So uh, hang on, if you will, sir. A short three-minute break. We'll be right back with you. All right. Sounds good. All right, Coach Jay Ladner on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Guys are traveling right now on their way to Arkansas State. Appreciate Coach uh, taking the time while they're making that long drive up into North Arkansas. We'll be right back.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the show. We're visiting with head basketball coach Jay Ladner. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great place to buy basketball apparel. They got it. They got lots of it. Campus Bookmart right across the street from the campus, of course, and also at CampusBookmart.net. Also want to say hello to the official auto dealer of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. That's Genesis of Hattiesburg. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest vehicles on the road today. And coming very soon, the Auto Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Coach Ladner and the guys are headed to Arkansas State. He's uh, gracious enough to join us as they're traveling. And uh, All right, Coach, so here we are. We've got nine games left, so I guess we're about halfway through the season. Only two games really out of first place, kind of a log jam there uh, toward the upper echelon of the standings. But still plenty of time and, and plenty of games uh, to repeat uh, and make another run at the regular season championship. Yep, sure are. Our, you know, of course, everything's right there in front of us, and we've we've had a had a good uh, first nine, six and three. Um, of course, I always prefer to be nine and zero, oh, but six and three. Uh, one of all of our games at home. One of the things that we try to do, Bob, of course, in our preseason goals, is we try to, of course, we try to win every game, but. But you wanna you wanna win all of your games at home, all your conference games, and then you gotta win. You can do no worse than split on the road, and then one of those weekends on the road, you gotta win two. You know, and and like we got two coming up this week. We've got uh, two on the last weekend of the season, and uh, so one of those we got we we've, we've done what we needed to do so far. We've won all of our home games, and then we need to and we split on the road each time. So we've got to try to find a way to win two of these in this thing. And if you'll do that, you're always going to be in the hunt for the course of the championship. But what the real benefit is, is that if you finish in the top four, there's 14 teams in the league. If you finish in the top four, you'll get a double buy in the tournament. And we all know that everything comes down to the tournament. And the ter- because the tournament champion is the, te- the group that's going to the NCAA, and that's where we want to be. So it's critical if we get a double buy. And what that means is, is you go down the conference tournament uh, in Pensacola, instead of having to play five games to get to win the championship or win five games, you only have to win three. That's a huge thing. So in the first, so you want to be in the top four right now. We're there, but we've got to we've got to continue to handle our business. And and like I said, we've got to find one of these road weekends where we can win both of these games on the road, which is, is not an easy thing to do. No. Um, but that's kind of that's where we are right now. Well, you got two games that on paper you coming up this weekend you would, you would think are winnable, but I've watched every game, and I've yet to see an easy conference basketball game. It just seems like it's 50-50 every conference game, Coach. Yeah. If you look, at, if you look out, if you look through it, of course, we caught all kind of grief. We lost at uh, – Georgia Southern, you know, and of course the the, the regular naysayers that, that seem to inhabit Southern Miss were all oh, we're done terrible. And and I tried to comment at before and after the game. I said this team is pretty good, um, and and of course now they they're 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 five and and I think they're five and four. One game behind us, they've beaten a lot of other teams since then. Of course, nobody wanted to hear that at that time. But that, to illustrate the point that you said, and uh, uh, there, there are no, there's not a huge difference in 
the number one team in the league and the number whoever the 14th team is. There's just not a huge difference. And it's the team that's the most consistent over the course of the, the two months uh, that, that is, is going to eventually win it. We were that team last year. And we're in the thick of it again as we stand right now. We just continue to have to improve every day. And the team, again, that can be consistent um, and, 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 and do things the right way and play defense and the things that, that you have to do to win on the road, defense, rebounding, control tempo, all the stuff that carries on the road, carries you on the road that we have to continue to do. So um, it, it's, it's the, the league is very, very tough. There's a lot of really, really good co- basketball coaches. There's some very very tough places to play, and there's a bunch of talented players. So right. it's uh, it, it's a it's a tough deal. I'm just shocked to hear their naysayers in the Southern Miss family. I'm that's the first <laughs> I've heard of that. Coach. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you, I, I, Coach Bauer got you know. Oh I yeah, go, I, know, I know. I can go over a lot of deals, but uh, oh, hey, that's, that's, I guess that's part of it too. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that uh, that that it's like that, but I, I don't think that it's mm-hmm. it's anything new. No, I agree. All right, Coach. I wanted to ask you about this before we uh, run out of time. I, in in observing all your game, all your road games, and I've watched every one of them, I've really been struck by some of the beautiful arenas that you're playing yeah. in. Uh, McNeese yeah. State, I believe it was, really jumped out at Unbelievable. me. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, gorgeous. And uh, I thought I thought the Marshall facility looked really nice. But there's yeah. there are plans underway uh, for Reed Green now, Coach. Cut it to the best that you can. Illustrate to our listeners what they're going to see different when everything is finished with regreen. Well, uh, of course, uh, I, I want to make sure I qualified, and I will—I won't do it justice. I, I will say that, and uh, and I'm very thankful um, for uh, Jeremy McLean, Joe Paul, and all the people that have addressed a very, very uh, important need, not a want. This this is absolutely a need, you know. I'll take basketball out of it. You know, a lot of the high schools use Reed Green Coliseum for um, graduation. Well, if if my and all those students or potential students at Southern Miss, if my son or daughter, uh, and I didn't have a direct connection to the school, was coming to USM, most of the time the places they are going to are the athletic facilities. That's normally how people get on campus. But let's just say graduation. And if I walked in there and it looked like it was decrepit or run down or not clean or whatever it may be, that would leave a poor impression on me if, uh, if I had a, and, and of course that they have other options. So, uh, I think those, those things, of course, are the front porch of your university, so to speak. And, uh, so we, we, the Reed Green Coliseum has not been touched, um, uh, other than some very, very minor, uh, things. I mean, the paint, around Reed Green Coliseum's orange. Um, I, I've never, <laughs> never, <laughs> I guess it was some surplus or something at the time, Bob. But uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, what, what I, I, I've been able to see uh, some of the, the uh, uh, renderings. Uh, and here, here's basically what it is. First of all, it's going to be, it's going to seem like a new facility, but also keep the, the real, intimacy of what makes Reed Green Coliseum so hard to play in. Um, they will add some seats just on the interior, but you're not going to see a, a huge change. The seats will uh, uh, come all the way down to the floor. You know, you have the space behind the benches and the space behind the media tables on the opposite right. the benches. 
those will be taken up now with some 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 more high priority seating, um, which is great. But the I think the really neat stuff is going to happen outside of the Coliseum and in the concourses and the concession stands. For instance, when you the entrance that would face the baseball field, the north entrance, and you're going to have more centralized ticketing and entrance into the Coliseum. But there will be this a uh, big glass uh, entrance into Reed Green to make it look like it's a brand new facility, uh, high ceiling. Um, you'll be able to actually, as you walk in from the say the baseball side, the north side of the stadium, you'll be able to look out onto the floor. There'll be uh, uh, much better facilities for concessions, restrooms. Um, ticketing will be in there instead of the. I mean, Bob, let's face it. We've got a, they've got a trailer out front. Yeah, it looks like a high school coach. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and of course, it's being addressed, but that's embarrassing. What do, what do people do when it's raining? Right. Hey, you know, you right. know. Right. <laughs> but anyway, hey, going to be dressed, going to be first class. So that's, that's kind of the way it, it's, it's going to look from 4th Street. And, I, and, and it's my understanding that will also kind of serve a dual purpose for baseball because baseball – our baseball program is so awesome, you know, but that's a problem too when in baseball. And so, you know, it, it, it can help um, alleviate some of the ticketing problems across, uh, across the street. Then on the south side entrance, directly on the other side, that's going to be a same thing, beautiful uh, exterior. And, and as you walk in there, there's going to be a, like club level seating and you'll walk right into like a mezzanine area that people kind of, um, like in the in in the south end zone of of, of uh, the football stadium, right? right. So uh, that, those are a couple of things. Of course, the electronics and banner, uh, uh, the electronic banners that go around the coliseum and inside and on the exterior, new scoreboards, uh, stuff that kind of brings it up to to, to to speed, so to speak, so we can compete uh, in terms of recruiting, but also make the fan experience much better. The the uh, the walkways, which are very narrow, the concourses will be expanded and again uh, modernized. So there's just a lot of great things uh, happening, and I I can't wait for them to to start right. work on it. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, tell the guys that the Eagle Hour is a thousand percent behind them, and uh, good luck to you on the road. We look forward to having you guys back home Bob, with us. Bob, I, again, I thank you and. Uh, course kelly and luke too i know they're not on today's show but you you stuck with us when when a few people did and uh, again it's to get this for folks like y'all that that we we're playing for most of all and and we really appreciate y'all too best of luck to you and the guys coach jay ladner everybody head basketball coach on his way to arkansas state we appreciate those kind words support the basketball teams they're playing very very hard and still a lot in front of this men's team as the uh, season enters the backstretch, so to speak. Heath Hinton next for Big Gold Nation. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, I want to call, uh, thank Coach Jay Ladner for joining us uh, the first half of the program. We appreciate his time, as always, and always enjoy our conversations with Coach. This segment sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
Great place for lunch, great place for dinner, great place to watch the next USM athletic event, and a great place to meet your friends. 4th Street Bar and Grill right there in the shadow of the rock. Want to say hello to Mobay Beignet Company, 2902 Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, with the best place in town for freshly made beignets. They don't cook them till you order them. They're worth the short wait. They're covered in powdered sugar. they got great coffees to go with them and great drinks. Uh, just a fun place to go. 2902 Hardy Street, Mobay BJ. Also, remember about the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. We hope you do. You can hear it any day on TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, Apple, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Heath Hinton is the owner and proprietor of Big Gold Nation, very popular uh, website that uh, covers Southern Miss Athletics. Heath, uh, just finished a long conversation with Coach Ladner. You know, nine games left, two games out of first place. Uh, team 12-9, and nine, and I think overall playing pretty well when you consider the injuries that they're fighting through. Still a lot of basketball in front of this men's team. Yeah, playing well. And think about it. You really you have two starters, but three counting Alvarez. Three, you know, really good players that make a difference when they're on the court. But this season with, uh, you know, with the Corbello uh, head injury and Hart with his leg and what they've done, it's been pretty incredible going on the road, getting a split, playing Marshall. And, look, you're just not going to beat a team that's shooting 60% very rarely. It just doesn't happen. And Southern Miss did not shoot a bad percentage that game either. Well, they shot Marshall, four, Southern Miss shot 47% and lost. Yeah. I, they didn't shoot the ball bad at all. The turnovers were a little high, but, you know, Marshall didn't shoot for three well before that. They were like 30-something percent coming in. And they shot shot the lights out, and sometimes you tip your hat and you uh, move on. And that was one of those cases. And right now, after Southern Miss, you go on the road against the Arkansas State team, which you beat at home, a Texas State team that has been struggling. And then you come back home and you got six in a row before you end the season on the road at South Alabama and Louisiana uh, Lafayette. I still call them Louisiana Lafayette. I can't. I can never not do that. Um, so. You think it's Southern Miss, you're going to the road, you got two winnable games here, you come back home, you got six straight, five of them are Sunbelt games, you're undefeated in Sunbelt play in Reed Green Coliseum. You have to feel pretty good about the shape you're in and with what the schedule you have left over. I think four of those five contests are against bottom-tier teams. Four of the five contests at home in Sunbelt are against bottom-tier teams in the Sunbelt. So you got to feel pretty good about uh, – the way the schedule sets up and with really no reason to win the conference except for raising a banner, I guess. Uh, you don't get any benefit from NIT or postseason play. You want to play your best going into the tournament, maybe uh, get that double by so you have to play one less game and play your best basketball and try to make the NCAA tournament. That's what you have to do now. And I think they're really – riding that format pretty well yeah you know certain sports dominate coverage obviously but but one i wanted to mention to you briefly is uh, it just kind of flies under the radar but my heavens the job that uh, john stewart has done with the track and field team it did they, they they just don't go to an event where they don't come back with top three finishes first place finishes school records the consistently good performance of track and field over the last i don't know four or five years quite impressive Heath. Yeah, I think if people, you know, when you think of the most successful athletic programs at Southern Miss, uh, of course you think of baseball and what they've done. 
Um, but let me tell you something. What track and field's done has been just unbelievable uh, with the talent they get coming in. And look, probably, let's be honest, not the greatest facilities in the world to have a track and field program. But yet still, they go out and they perform and they do the things they do uh, year in and year out the past five years. Just an incredible job. And uh, one of those programs that you don't think about it, but when you look at the end of the year, it's always one that probably performs the best out of any. Yeah, and, the, and there are plans, it's my understanding, uh, in the not-too-distant future to build a new track with a soccer field inside of the track. One of the coaches told me that just a couple of weeks ago. And that would be placed on the campus. Also, long-range plans to move the softball field to the campus. And if all of that ends up being built around the newly remodeled Regreen Coliseum, it's going to give the whole that that whole part of the campus a, a new look with athletic facilities. It's going to be really nice, I think, Eve. Yeah, I think it will. And it'll also, you know, just when you're when your facilities that you play sports in are on campus, it just it, it just means more. It just there's more of an ambiance about it. When you got to go off campus to play facil- to play games, your home games, it ju- it's just not the same. I don't care what people say. Um, so yeah, it will be huge to get those facilities on campus, and you don't have to drive over. You don't have to walk down the trace to get something, which is not bad sometimes, but still, uh, just having everything together right there and being able to use each other's facilities for training or whatever you need to do, it just makes a big difference logistically. Yeah, and you can credit Jeremy McLean with all this. I mean, this is his vision uh, for the athletic department. But I really hope that I see that someday because I think uh, having soccer, track and field, women's softball right over there by the newly remodeled uh, basketball arena is is really going to be a pretty impressive sight. All right, let's uh, switch gears a little bit here and talk about women's basketball. They're a game above 500. They're coming back home, going to play a couple of – home games uh dominique davis just continues to what a warrior i mean this kid is just constantly injured it seems backs knees ankles but she just keeps putting up huge numbers and leading this basketball team uh important home stretch here right for the eagles to kind of right the ship although they're coming off of a very impressive demolishing of south alabama yeah and and what what you saw in that game was uh Corey Bracey and uh, Gray, both of those young ladies stepping up, Brickayla stepping up and uh, really adding some scoring to take some of that pressure off Malia and Dom. And you saw once that happens, and they started knocking down shots. And remember, uh, Brickayla Gray, she's coming back off, you know, being out for a year. So it's taking her time to get back going and taking, you know, it just it takes time once you've uh, been sick and you come back and, I think now you're starting to see she was hitting shots, uh, the mid-range shot, which she's always been known for, and her defense is getting better, and uh, Bracey's doing the things that can help take pressure off of Dom. She's one of those uh, ladies that she can score at any point on the floor. Uh, Blackford played really well on defense, so other people stepping up, and that's what coach needs. They need some other people to step up to help take the pressure. Um off of Malia and look, Dom's been incredible this year, but she needs help out there too. And Cornfield's playing better, so I think if you if they can build off of what they did in that South Alabama game coming back home, 
and get some consistency, they can start playing some really good basketball and get hot at the right time heading into the tournament. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of talent on the team. Uh, I think you mentioned the one kid. Uh, we've talked earlier this year about Morgan Seeper, but there's another freshman beginning to make her presence known on the floor. So you got you got two really good-looking, true freshman kids that are on the floor of Fair. Well, Seeper's been on the floor the whole year. Now the second player, and forgive me, I should know her name. Ellie Blatchford. Uh, yeah, she's she started to make appearances and plays pretty tenaciously herself. That's a that's a good sign. Yeah, she's kind of one of those uh, effort uh, effort players. Somebody that does the small things you don't think about, scrambles for loose balls, um, does little things that mean a lot in the grand scheme of things. But during the game, you may not notice it. And uh, she really is playing well, extremely well. And there's a lot of good young talent on this team. But that being said, they're they're starting to find other people that can score. And I've always said they got to find somebody else besides Dom and Malia that can get in there and help on the offensive side. They had that against South Alabama. So let's see now if that can transition in them coming home, and let's see if those girls can keep staying hot, making shots, playing good defense. Because if they can, the Sun Belt's wide open in the women's division. It's wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at it, Southern Miss could win it just as easily as the ULM could win it. Um, or even anybody, really if they get hot, can win this uh, women's league. So it's uh, it's going to be fun down the stretch. If they can get hot, nobody's going to want to play Southern Miss in the tournament. But, I can well, promise you that. Well, the ladies are, I believe, Thursday night uh, back on the floor with, uh, of all people, the Raging Cajuns. There's never, there's never an easy athletic competition against Louisiana. Uh, it won't be any different Thursday night, will it? It'll be a fist fight. <laughs> no, it'll be, it'll be Louisiana, Southern Miss don't like each other it's a good rivalry that's why southern miss is in the Sun Belt for rivalries like this rivalries against south alabama um the Sun Belt. i think the best move jeremy mcclain ever did was getting southern miss in the Sun wow. Belt. no question hey Heath, stick around let's talk a little baseball to wrap up today how's that sound sounds good buddy sounds good Heath hinton big gold nation returns on the super talk eagle hour Right after this, Town of Country Cleaners, Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1983, offering services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and dry cleaning. You can visit them on Hardy Street or call them at 601-264-4920. We'll continue from the Southern Bank Course Studio in Hattiesburg right after this. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the show. I want to remind you about D-Bat. They're located on Hardy Street, and that is a state-of-the-art facility with batting cages, instructions, pro shop, everything for the baseball or softball player and your family. Well, they can find a program for them that will make them a better player, the best player they can be. It's all at D-Bat on Hardy Street. Uh, reach out to Luke Reynolds, former Southern Miss baseball star and Ask Luke, uh, he'll tell you all about the programs of, for baseball and softball training, of course, at DBAT on Hardy Street. All right, Heath at Big Old Nation uh, on the show with me here to uh, wrap up this hour. Heath, uh, 
So I'm visiting this morning. Actually, I was at Southern Bank Corp and um, visiting uh, with Chris and Daniel and, and the guys down there and thanking them for their support of the show. We got to talking about sports, and we went through all the sports, and then everybody's eyes started lighting up. Now, these are baseball, former baseball players, but started uh, eyes lighting up when we started talking about baseball. It's just It's just a different vibe when baseball gets cranked up here at Hattiesburg. This is... This is Baseburg, isn't it, uh, Heath? It really is. Uh, the joke uh, has always been uh, around December first. People start, "Well, when are we gonna get some reports on baseball?" So, uh, you know, it's uh, it is. It's baseball's different, Hattiesburg, and that's what happens when you've had the success the baseball team has had. Uh, people are excited. Tickets are sold out. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's an excitement level that it's a Baseball at Southern Miss is an event. Right. You know, a lot of people at other schools, they just go to the games. No, no, Southern Miss, it's an event. you got the roost. You've got everything. I mean, you've got the people in uh, down the right field line yelling at the bullpen. It's just a different atmosphere. And you ask fans, or I've talked to guys who uh, write for other schools, and they come in, and they're like, man, this place is crazy. It's But they have fun. Even other players yeah. enjoy coming in and playing. They enjoy talking to the fans. They enjoy the smack talk. So, I mean, it's uh, it's just a fun, different vibe that you just don't see everywhere in college. Uh, no, you know, last year in the middle of all the angst that was taking place between Tennessee and Southern Miss, I, I walked down to visit my friend Jody in the roost. It was in between. I, it was when we had finished the game from the night before and getting ready to start the second game. And uh, – so down there in the very corner of the bullpen, there's about five or six little boys, and they're dressed from head to toe in Southern Miss gear with the baseball hats on and the upside-down sunglasses, you know, their their version of being a Golden Eagle. And what are they doing? They're playing catch across the fence with five or six Tennessee pitchers. And I, I, just, yeah. thought that, I just thought that was so symbolic of, of what a pure thing college baseball is and just what a wonderful environment it is. It is. You can take your family to it. Uh, you can sit out in the right field and hang out with your buddies. And there's just not many places left, in, uh, even in college baseball, where you can you can go pull up your truck and sit in the outfield. Or, you know, barbecue out there. They're just, those places don't exist. Uh, you know, there's a couple here in Mississippi that you can still do that. But yeah. it's a, it's a, it's just a different atmosphere. It's a fun atmosphere, and it's one that Scott Barry, Corky Palmer, Hill Denson, those guys, and, and you know those guys worked really hard to create over time. Right, and uh, they did. I, I'm the only person that I've talked to that seems to care about this. Nobody else seems to think it's a it's a big deal, and it's not a big deal. But it's such an irritating thing for me with the history that you just described of college baseball in Mississippi. Heath, how in the world can every major top 25 poll exclude Southern Miss and Ole Miss from the top 25? You know, you just sometimes you just got to shake your head and and go, look, they just miss it. And I think polls have missed it. But the good thing is they don't matter, Bob. No, those, I, those polls do not matter. All that matters is when the RPI comes out. Yeah, that's right. And the RPI is not even based off the polls. 
So, uh, you know, I understand people are upset and they want the recognition. I get it. But in the grand scheme of things, all that matters is that RPI. Right. I've seen a couple of times the Southern Miss has ranked top 25 and didn't make the postseason. Yeah. So I'd so, rather not be ranked and, and, and have a great RPI. You would agree yes. with me, though, would you not, that those two schools are undoubtedly perennial top 25 programs. I mean, it's just no they way are. around it. They are. I mean, look, Mississippi is top three state in the nation when it comes to baseball. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. Um, and, yeah, there should be at least one team ranked every year. But that's just when you go out and you, you kind of show the country – what Mississippi and Southern Miss baseball is all about. And That's right. Get that RPI coming out, you're in the top 15, top 20, and you say, okay. But I don't believe there's a program in the country that looks forward to coming to Mississippi and playing college baseball. <laughs> do you? Do you no, no. Well, you, you know, I, you, I've, I remember, you know, some teams coming down from up north. And they came down here, and they were so happy. And they're like, man, we don't play in, in an environment like this. I Take Billy Butler, for instance. Coming in from Rhode Island, spoke to him. He was so excited. He got here. So many people already reached out to him. Right. It's like, I haven't even been, been on the field yet. Right. He said, I've never seen anything like this. It's great. Heath, I always appreciate your input. Looking forward to having you back on the show next week, my friend. Uh, thank you, Bob. Have a good one, buddy. All right, buddy. Heath Hinton, everybody. Big Gold Nation. Check it out. Great source of information about Southern Miss athletics, as well, of course, as the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.